So my brother and I, we were pallbearers at my grandmother's funeral, and we made a joke as we carried her casket that we wish we wouldn't have taken her all those Wendy's Frosties. (laughs) Because it's my thing. I'd rather laugh than cry. (laughs) Let's do that today. Let's talk about some really weird news, (laughs) and, and let's try to laugh instead of all this crying. I think that's a good strategy. This is Podgressive South. I'm Will Lockamy. I'm Heather Milam. Okay, so we usually end the show with the non-news story of the week, either just like a weird story or something we think doesn't actually deserve to be like a big headline. Uh, last week, we did one that went on and on and on. It was streaking <laughs> and, oh, just the hilarity. And we've got a delay because a fan has run onto the field and is now making his way back behind home plate. Maybe not for <laughs> everyone. What, what happened? So I think that streaking... In a large arena has its place in comedy gold. Okay. However, I had a really good conversation with a fellow Democratic candidate from last year's midterms who really brought to my attention uh, the sort of slippery slope when we start to laugh about nudity that is thrust upon us. Because if we're not careful, we could border on sexual assault. So how do you feel about that, Will? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I understand that. When you brought it up to me, I was like, oh, now I'm not sure that I necessarily view it the same same way, and I think it's okay that people view that in different ways. Um, I do think like exposing yourself to someone, that is a whole different ball game, right? Yeah. But if you're in a big ball game, like the baseball <laughs> game, uh, generally speaking, I've never thought of it that way. And I consider that as more of a comedy thing. Than yeah. A- yeah. And I think I thought about it a lot in the last week because it was a very poignant conversation. And if you are a woman and you've had a man uh, force his himself and his nudity upon you individually, that is something that is incredibly wrong and offensive. And it's an assault. Um, I think for me, the reason it becomes comedy gold is when you the streaker is an individual in front of tens of thousands of individuals who are so far removed from it that it's it's almost the victim is the streaker as opposed to the thousands of people who are exposed to a figure running across a field. Right. I don't know. It's a bit of a self-deprecating act of buffoonery. Yeah. And I also told her, I said, you know, I do come at it from a place of... Now, let me... (laughs) Not some hippy-dippy person, but I do think that fundamentally... (laughs) I do wear essential oils sometimes. Today I wore peppermint. My... (laughs) My muscles were sore. No, so I do think that if you come at it from a fundamental place, I don't think we should demonize nudity. I think, you know, the human form and the human body is not something to be embarrassed about, but it's when it's used for nefarious reasons and making women feel uncomfortable is when you do have a real serious issue. And so, you know, I think we have to be careful with our words and careful with what we, you know, deem okay and not okay. But there you go. Sort of a correction from last week. The most ironic part of this is the person we discussed last week was in no way naked. <laughs> I know. Turns out uh, when I really went back and actually looked at the video on a screen that was not your phone, that person is wearing cargo pants and a white 
undershirt. I couldn't tell cargo pants. It looked like he was wearing nude underwear. Nope. All right, so let's go through uh, some crazy stories this week and uh, just blow through them and get a list. And we'll, uh, You don't know the ones I have. I don't know the ones you have. So we'll just kind of read them and, and give our opinions. So only in America. I think you'll have an opinion on this. The city of Dunedin, Florida, has foreclosed on a retiree's home for failing to pay fines imposed for neglecting his lawn. Uh, a like man a by the name of Jim... H-O-A. I guess. Yeah. The gentleman, 69 years old, admits that his grass briefly grew beyond the allowed 10 inches while he was visiting his dying mother. Well, now 10 but, inches. 10, but he, that's, a, that's some tall grass right there. I mean... It is, but he was visiting his dying mother and there was a daily $500 fine. <clears throat> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> right, so when he returned... He had a bill of almost $30,000. Okay, okay. Now look, I was going to be on the side of the <laughs> HOA for a second. Because I, even though I think sometimes their rules are ridiculous, I do understand why some neighborhoods have it, sure. HOAs. And uh, sometimes I wish mine did, although I would probably break the rules a lot. But either way, 500 a day. 500 a day. Here's my question. Where are your friends? Like, wouldn't a neighbor say, yeah, well, you know, his mother sweet mother is dying how about we offer a kind hand and i don't know mow his lawn for him while he's gone oh it's the truth yeah we do that in our neighborhood we'll i'll go around and mow mow other neighbors yards and um we had a lady that lives up the street from me and she was under the weather for a while so and she has a very big yard so another neighbor and i got together and we both did that i think the moral of this story find a better neighborhood and more friendly neighbors mr ficken and 10 (laughs) inches is way too big awesome (laughs) Leave it in. Leave it in. Let me clarify. Ten inches is too long for the grass to get tall. We're looking at tall. 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 (laughs) Okay. Here's a headline from the Associated Press out of Hartford, Connecticut. Fugitive says he'll surrender if people like on social media his wanted poster. A Connecticut police department (laughs) has reached a deal with a fugitive that would have him surrender if enough people respond to a wanted poster on social media. What is wrong with people? Uh, we are on a, I mean, just a bullet train to the bottom of dumbness in our society. Are we to that point? I mean, <laughs> touting his social media status to decide if he's going to go to jail or not. I, That's a real story. Oh, it's a real story. All right. So <laughs> here we go. Torrington Police Lieutenant Brett Johnson posted the department's Facebook page Wednesday that Sims had contacted him through social media and agreed to turn himself in if the post containing the poster got 15,000 likes. Johnson said he negotiated Sims down from 20,000 likes. What was his crime? It says Jose Sims, 29, who is believed to be somewhere in New York, has seven arrest warrants and is being sought as a fugitive after failing to appear in court on charges that range from breach of peace to risk of injury to a child. Good Lord. Oh, well. Okay. But here's but the public officer is negotiating with him? Yeah. I, 15,000 oh, likes nice. doesn't seem like a lot, though. Could, people, could we just go like that so that this guy will be taken off the streets? Yeah, and really, I mean, he should have been going for like 100,000 likes or something that would really... <laughs> be hard. I don't know. 15,000 likes just seems pretty easy. Uh, yeah. For that type of thing. You know what? I don't encourage people to go participate in this tomfoolery. Hey, by the way, go follow us on social media and give us a like. All right, you're up. Okay. The word responsibility. Can you spell it? Mm, oh, my gosh. Let's see. R-E-S-P-O-N-B-I-L-I-T-Y. You forgot the S-I. Mm. What did I? 
Yeah. Yeah. See, okay. See, but you were just spelling it. I have to write stuff down. Generally. So the this is pretty funny. Um, Australia Central Bank admitted that the word responsibility is misspelled three times in tiny print on their new fifty dollar banknote. Uh oh. Uh huh. They forget. So at the end, it's B I L I T Y. They have B I L T Y. Mm. Responsibility. Oh. <laughs> but they won't release the name of the person who didn't catch it. Full disclosure as well, right before we started doing this podcast, I, in the past 24 hours, have done 13 hours of public speaking. So my brain is like <laughs> completely fried. I bet. I, I, did you sleep at all? Well, that, I slept. That doesn't make any difference. Sure. That you're makes tired. no difference. Are you a good speller, though? You know, I've noticed that my spelling has become worse since the onslaught of social media. Sometimes I will, I'm such a nerd, I'll like pause and tell myself a word and see if I can spell it correctly in my head and then I'll check myself. But I can tell that it's it's really affected. It's autocorrect. Oh, sure. You know, all of that has just sort of given given us a crutch. Do they do spelling bees still in school? Yeah, my daughter competes in them regularly. Yeah. She's somehow a fantastic speller. This is going to freak you out. <laughs> the headline, comedian, I don't know the comedian, we'll find out when I read the article, finds two flies baked into their roll at an airport. I feel like I saw this headline as well. Um, At the Dublin airport. If I don't know about it, then... There's a picture. No harm, no foul. You <laughs> know what I mean? I mean, we all eat bugs a lot, unknowingly. He, I think he just ate around it, just avoiding the part that had the bugs baked into it. Sometimes I'll be able to do that with my food. If I find something I don't want in the food, I'll be able to just think, yeah, I just want to eat that part. Okay, but that brings up a very good question. What are your tolerances? Like, if you're at home and, you know, one of your children's hair falls onto your sandwich, it's one thing. That's no ideal, yeah. Yeah, but if you are at an airport and you unwrap a sandwich and there's a hair in it. I think it depends on what type of hair it is. Uh, Really? (laughs) I don't know. This is... (laughs) I mean, okay. I see where you're going with that. I don't send things back. I have restaurants. I just don't do it. If, I, if there's something that is too much for me, I won't eat it, and then I won't go back to that restaurant, generally speaking. Yeah. I'm just too socially awkward to send things back or having any kind of contention between me and the wait staff or the, <laughs> the cooks. And, and you know, I, I certainly don't want to then get another dish from a cook that I've no. complained about. No, no. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Always be nice to your servers. Yeah, just pull the hair out and put it to the side. And- yeah, I... I don't know. I, can you eat the uh, the hot dogs that are rolling around in the open? At the I gas would. Station? You would? I, I don't know that I ever have, but if I was hungry enough, I would. I want people to comment when we post this uh, episode. I want people to comment about eating. Okay. Like, what's the line? What's the line? Gas station hot dogs, eatable or no? Edible. You said eatable. I said eatable. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, take some, let me drink some coffee. Yeah. You get a misspelling and I get a wrong word. What is wrong with us today? All right, here's one from the Associated Press out of Omaha, Nebraska. Nebraska farmer cuts off trapped leg using what? a pocket knife. What? Uh-huh. Farmer says he had to cut off his own mangled leg with a pocket knife after it became trapped in a grain hopper. Unloading corn and into a bin. We were moving corn and taking from one place to the other. and It just sucked my leg in and, and I was trying to pull it out and I felt it jerk me again. I thought, well, I was going in and they're going to grab me and pull me in further. 
When I had my pocket knife in my pocket, I thought, well, the only way I'm getting out of here is cut it off, so I just started sawing on it. The nerve endings, I could feel them just ping when, every time I'd, when I'd start sawing around that pipe. And all at once, it went and let me go, so I got the heck out of there. Oh, my goodness. That's some dangerous work, being a farmer. It is. But, I mean, you could do that, right? It's either that or die. Is it, though? Couldn't you yell very loudly? I don't, apparently not. I mean, what about that uh, climber that got stuck that time? I mean, he had to do that. Yeah, he cut off his arm. Here's the thing. I don't want to lose a limb, okay? I just don't. But also, I don't think it would be the biggest deal in the world. It's not about losing an extremity. It's about cutting yourself. That's true. We had a gentleman on the show once who had elective leg amputation. Yeah. He'd had so many knee problems over the year, and it bothered him so much that he wanted to be able to run. He wanted uh, to be able to sleep comfortably at night. And so he had elective surgery to have his leg removed and now runs and runs marathons. And Really? Yeah. Sometimes runners will like to have toenails removed from their toes. <clears throat> <laughs> what? 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 That's what sets you oh off? Oh, my gosh. Not yeah, a fly baked into bread. Not cutting your leg off, no. But start getting toenails <laughs> falling off. <laughs> It does, it does seem that our brain can turn off responses to really intense pain. But, you know, given what this guy was doing, this farmer, you're, you're having to watch yourself cut and a pocket knife at that. Oh, yeah. I just... It's going to take a little while. It's pretty extraordinary. Hey, did you watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> I haven't even seen a preview of Game oh, of Thrones. Okay. I didn't watch it either, but we know this, or surely we, you know this. There's a story, coffee cup in Game of Thrones scene perks up viewers. All right, do you know about this? Oh, the s*** thing. Yeah, there's a s*** cup that was, you know, quotey finger here accidentally left. Sure. There's no way, right? Surely that was a genius marketing ploy. I don't know. Here we are, weeks and weeks later, still talking about it. Well, touche, and we're two people that have never even seen the show. That's a good point. But do you, you know what? And I, I'm going to go back and bleep out the word of the company. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So because you know, because because I don't want to give them that extra free marketing. So we've already gotten after the point where you beeped it out. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's still even saying it, but it was beeped out. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of other shows that had this type of obsession. Like I think if maybe Seinfeld had concluded in the age of Twitter or Instagram that it might have had the same type of attention, maybe. I'm trying to think of something else that might have had that sort of obsession. Maybe the Cosby show. American Idol back in the day. Oh. Mm. I mean, <laughs> don't look at me like I that. Talked to, I saw Ruben Stuttered the other day. Yeah, I am so proud of our Alabama representation on the show, but I... The Velvet Teddy Bear. Oh, 205. <laughs> Yeah, who else was from? Oh, uh, well, Bo Bice and Taylor Bice, Hicks. Yeah, yeah. And recently we had a young man. Oh, really? Sure. Is American Idol still on? It's Yeah, it's back on a different network now. You're kidding. Uh-uh. It's still a show? Walker Burroughs was the young man from Bestavia. No kidding. Yeah. He goes to my parents' church who the, where the people listen <laughs> oh, to this I'm podcast. Oh, sure listen to our episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hey, sure Walker. He's listening right now. Hey, hey, Walk. How's it going? <laughs> Um, so usually our shows are very serious topics and we kind of end it with a light note, but we sort of turned that on its head this week and talked about really fun, lighthearted stories or different stories because, well, sawing your arm off is not necessarily 
It was his leg, but, but I digress. Oh, his leg. How about this? I realized in last week's episode that I have a problem with the word digress. I say degress. You do? Sometimes. I have not noticed that. Well, because I change it up in editing. <laughs> so last week, a couple of times when you hear me say, but we digress. Really, originally I said, but we degress. I didn't notice that. It's the magic of editing. Well, look at you. So I put fancy. in all kinds of opinions that you never actually said that you say on the podcast. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you have uh, the responsibility of editing. I feel very comfortable about that. But we digress. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> digress. So our, our issues, are, we talk about so many serious issues because they're worth talking about and people want to learn about them. This week, we sort of flipped our episode around where we talked about more lighthearted issues that we can, you know, sort of add a little bit of levity to our episode. Um, so we're going to conclude this week with a more serious nature because I think it's worth bringing up again. We've been talking a lot about women's issues and our rights and access to health care. And it's so very important. And I think it's worth reminding our listeners that abortion is still legal. It is still available in Alabama and all of these states that have passed these draconian laws. If you have questions or you need help accessing health care, please uh, reach out to Yellow Fund or reach out to ARC Southeast. That is helping women access safe, compassionate, and affordable reproductive health care. Now I'm going to cry. No, <laughs> no, no crying. Right, well. There's no crying in Pod Podgressive South. Yeah. Think of a joke quick, because here come the tears. Oh, no. So anyway, well, thank you, Will. I'm so grateful that we get to do this every week. It's kind of nice to step out of our more serious topics and laugh a little bit this week. It's kind of our normal thing that we do anyway, so we might as well just do it in front of the mics every now and then. Sure. Every now and then. All right. It's been a fun week. See you next week.